You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I did a radio show today. I do one every day on 670 The Score. Noon to two, you should check it out. It's pretty fun. Hopefully you do, and that's probably the reason why you listen to the podcast in the first place. We were talking about on the show today the attendance at the Bulls game on Monday night. Monday night, the Bulls announced that they had 14,775 people buy tickets for the game against the Toronto Raptors, the defending world champion Toronto Raptors. And yes, it's without Kawhi Leonard, but it's still the defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors, who are actually still pretty good. Worth your time, for sure, if you're a basketball fan. 14,775 announced in a building that holds about 22,000 people. My colleague, Dan Bernstein, he heard from a source at the building that there were really only about 11,000 people butts in seats and Teams and leagues do this all the time. This is the paid attendance versus this is who's actually there in the stands. So let's let's say that there were 11,000 people who showed up last night. One of my buddies, Terrence Tomlin, who covers everything in Chicago for It's the Bigs. And if you haven't checked those guys out, he and, and Gene do a really incredible job and they do it in a different perspective. Then a lot of other people who cover sports in Chicago, it's, it's really good work. And I'm, I'm glad they're part of the ecosystem. He tweeted out a picture last night, and I think it was right before the game or during the first quarter of the game. And when I retweeted it, there were people who didn't believe it. They, they didn't believe that you had a big section of the, the 500 level just completely abandoned. Like there's no one there. It looked like a ghost town. So I talked a little bit about this on the show today. And then it ended up being a conversation with Herb Lawrence and Rick Camp during one of our breaks. And we ended up going in a different direction when we came back. I think we talked NFL after that, that I I wanted to spend some time on. That's the great thing about the podcast that there's stuff that I don't feel like I got finished or, Stuff that I wanted to talk more about, I have the opportunity to do that with this podcast. So let me speak on it. One of the things I said on the show, and one of the things I said on Twitter was, people have more choices now. This is not the era in which you you can have a bad franchise for a sustained period of time. I think fans do understand some of the business aspects of sports, and in some cases, I think they they reflexively go to ownership and they're like, oh, yeah, we understand why you're tanking or 
we understand why you're going to trade this player. It's all business. And if at the end of it, we, we get a better draft pick or, or we're in a good position. We understand it. And I think sometimes they give ownership too much leeway in that regard, but I still think this is a pretty smart fan base. You can't be bad for too long. And in the case of the bulls, I think that you now have a franchise that is without hope. And that's really, I think that's the most damning thing about what the Bulls are as a franchise right now. I've actually now finally gotten to the place. It's so weird. When I was talking about it on the show today, I don't think I raised my voice. I don't think I got mad about it. And that's that's new. That's new territory for me when it comes to the Bulls. The Bulls have made me angry for years and years and years because it looks like they're they're not being they're not being run correctly and they seem to have no real sense of who they are to their fan base and who they are to the rest of the NBA community. For a long time Chicago was synonymous with greatness and when you have the greatest player that's ever played the game, that's that's a really easy thing to be. But even after that, even after the Jordan years, think about all the consecutive sellouts that the United Center has had up until we get to, what, 2017? That's crazy. There's a lot of bad basketball in there. Now, there's some great moments, too. There's the Derrick Rose era. I'll just use that as an all-encompassing era of Bulls basketball. But after that era ended, there didn't seem to be any real hope in sight that the Bulls were moving towards um, championship-level goals. I'm not here to relitigate all the mistakes that the Bulls have made as a franchise. I'm, I'm honestly too tired of discussing it, and I don't care. And that's their problem. I don't mean me like Lawrence Holmes doesn't care. So they should be. No, the fact that the, that a fan base can now like individuals can just go, I don't care. I I don't, I don't care what it is that you're doing. It's not going to get me out of my house in December, January, February in Chicago. I don't care if the Celtics are coming in. I don't care if LeBron's in town. I might care if LeBron's in town. I don't, I don't care if you're going to get a game against the Warriors that Steph doesn't play in. I'm not going. I'm not going to the game. There's too much stuff to do. There's too much stuff to waste your time on something that doesn't give you hope. I've been going back and forth on this with my season tickets for the White Sox. They keep asking me to renew. I'm probably going to renew, even though it's going to be different. A big portion of that is the hope. Like when I bought back in to the White Sox, literally bought back in in 2017 as a partial season ticket holder, it was based on the idea that they were building, they were rebuilding and I could see their plan. Now, I have to, I have to be honest with you. I need to see more than Yasmani Grandal from this offseason. And I'm happy that they got Yasmani Grandal. I think it's a step in the right direction. 
there needs to be some starting pitching before I'm going to get too excited. I'm not holding my season tickets hostage. I'm still trying to make up my mind how I go, and maybe that'll be another episode of the podcast. But my point is, is that there's too much stuff to do for you to have a franchise that people don't care about. You have to be moving in the right direction. Fans don't need much, but they need to know that the people that are in charge of putting teams together are doing so from a truthful, honest place. And for me, it seems as if the the Bulls have done a really bad job of self-scouting as an organization. They rage against the machine quite a bit when it comes to criticism while acknowledging that the criticism is... They, they don't like the tone of the criticism, but they understand why they're being critiqued. Well, the reason that the tone is not what you like for it to be is because this has been going on for countless years. And most Bulls fans can look at what's happening and say this is this is not even professional grade. And again, I don't I don't want to do the whole they fired this guy and they hired this guy. But right now with Jim Boylan in charge of the on the court product how can you not laugh at it or what's happening, which is worse for the bulls, ignore it. I have to watch the bulls and I'm going to be completely 100% honest with you. If I didn't host a show where I talked about Chicago sports every day, I would never watch them. I love basketball. I love the NBA and I grew up loving the bulls. I wouldn't watch one minute if I wasn't being paid to watch them. That's how bad things are. You don't have to. If you're within the sound of my voice right now, you don't have to watch the Bulls. You don't have to go to games. There's far more entertaining things to do. What I think should be scary for the Bulls as a franchise is that you now have people who are paying for tickets and not going. Now, Cynic, who worked for the Bulls, will tell you, well, that money is still green. And you're right. That money is still green. And those seats are now starting to be empty. NBA teams make most of their money off of the television deals that they have with networks. In the NBA's case, in, in the Bulls' case, it's ESPN and TNT and NBC Sports Chicago. They, they've got all, that's where the, the bulk of their revenue is going to come from. Merchandising plays a big role in it. Ticket sales still plays a role in it, but not as big of a role as you would think that it plays. What my hope is, is that the optics of what we've seen over the last year and a half of Bulls basketball with people not going to games does something to Jerry and Michael Reinsdorf that it alerts them to, yeah, you're still making your money. You're still, no one's going to cry for you because you guys are worth billions of dollars and your teams are worth billions of dollars. But I would imagine for Jerry, who seems to be from all accounts, I don't know him well. I've had 
a few interactions over the 20 years that I've been working in Chicago. He seems to genuinely be a fan of the two teams that he owns. It's not just, I don't think that it's just a money grab for him. I think that there is some ego and pride in it. Maybe now that you, now that that they can see that fans have been like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to go to your games anymore. Even though, I don't know the last time you went to a Bulls game. I always have a blast when I go to Bulls games. I enjoy everything but the basketball. They get almost all of that stuff right. But they're not getting the basketball right. And at some point, and I think we're closing in on it, fans have to kind of go, I got other stuff to do. Like I was saying at the beginning, this is the era of that you can't be like that as a franchise owner. I was sitting there talking to Campy and Herbie during the break. I got so much stuff that I want to watch that I don't have time to watch it. I was sitting there trying to figure out if I should order ESPN plus because I really think the Peyton Manning show looks really interesting, but do I really need another app after I've already downloaded the Marvel, the, the not the Marvel, the Disney plus app and the Apple TV app. Plus all the stuff that I'm watching on Netflix plus anything that I might be reading too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too, if someone offered me bulls tickets right now, I'm pretty sure I would say no. You know why? Because I'm going to be watching flash later on. I got to catch up on my DVR. There's other stuff to do. You're choosing to listen to this podcast. There's, I'm sure there are other things, other podcasts that you're listening to. And that's free. Going to games costs money. Even if the tickets are free, it costs money. And what we're finding out is it costs time. And time is super valuable to folks now. And if you're not even going to try, and that's what it feels like the Bulls are doing, as an organization, I'm not talking about effort. Guys are giving effort. The guys on the floor are playing as hard as they can. And Jim Boylan's coaching as hard as he can. He's just, he, I just don't think that he's qualified for the job. Um, But there are other choices. There are other ways to spend your dollars. There's other ways, more importantly, to spend your time. The dollars are, we can have a bigger conversation about economic growth and whether that economic growth makes it down to the average person. But your time is something that you have a real gauge of how much and and when when and where you're going to spend it. Do you really want to spend it on a team or a place that doesn't at least give you hope? That's what they still haven't figured out. They still haven't figured out that that's an important component to the connection between the franchise and the fan. My hope is that this will get to Jerry and Michael Reinsdorf, that as these pictures and these numbers start to circulate around the Bulls organization, they will take a harder look at the way that they do things and hopefully improve them. In the meantime, I got other stuff to do.
And it might take them a long time to get people away from watching Endgame for a third time. Or reading the next best novel that someone recommends to you. Or taking their spouse out to dinner. Or taking their kids to practice. Or just sitting around in the house instead of driving to the United Center to watch hopeless basketball. Thanks for listening.